0: TWD Plant City WLCC Brandon Faith Talk Tampa download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey up next is Fresh Wind Radio sponsored by Love First Christian Center this program is pre-recorded it's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio how will you know how he speaks
1: if you don't know his word which his word is his voice so you don't hear it because you don't understand his voice. Okay, let's, let me take you back. Uh, raise your hand if you know of the time before caller ID. Raise your hand. Where, where you didn't know their number, but you knew their voice. Ooh, Jesus. And you knew the voice. And no one had to tell you who it was name was Jesus. So how will you know how he speaks if you don't know his word, which his word is his voice? So you don't hear it because you don't understand his voice. Okay, let's, let me take you back. Uh, raise your hand if you know of the time before caller ID. Raise your hand. Where, where you didn't know their number, but you knew their voice. Oh, Jesus. And you knew the voice. And no one had to tell you who it was. You knew that was your boyfriend or your girlfriend just based on their what? Then we moved up to pages. And you got that thing vibrating, nine, one, one. <laughs> I don't know what that meant for you. Imagine, <laughs> <Emergency. laughs> it. But you knew and you understood what it meant. Now, question. How could I discern the voice with no caller ID? It's because I spoke to her long enough or him long enough that I could identify there. So don't say I can't hear God if you're not talking to God. See, if I spend time with him, I will begin to hear his So if I want to develop a relationship where God speaks to me, I have to talk to him. i got to make time for him. Oh, Jesus. But what we do, let me see that box, Patrick. We come to God with a priority box. Lord, I need a job. I need this woman to act right. I need this man to act right. My kids lost their minds. So you come to God with a package of stuff, and it's a priority. And God is giving you messages every day to where you never have to get to the box. And then one thing I realized, some family, when you have to do overnight mail, it costs a whole bunch of money. How about this? (laughs) It's so much cheaper just to listen. But what happens, we get ourselves in a bad spot and we need God to move so you got to do overnight express. Lord, I need you now! But you would have never been in this situation if you'd have opened up your mail. And every day, God has a message for you. Every day, He has something for you. Every day, I ask you the question again. If God wrote you a letter every day, how long would it take for you to read it? This is what we do, and this is our shortcoming. We come here on Sundays trying to catch up for all the stuff we have not read. And Sundays is not a bad thing. I'm not trying to minimize it. But we got to get off of the similac. You have to grow and be able to position yourself to where every day you get some word in you. Pastor, I don't know how to pray. That's not the excuse at this church. Every morning, I'm on the prayer line. Then if you say, Pastor, I can't do that, we got a Facebook line now, and, and that is free. And if you can't get it at 6.30, you get it at 7.30, 8.30, 9.30, 10.30, You. It's there. So then, pastor, I can't make it to Bible study. Well, Bible study online now. It, it, it is, yeah, it's online now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pastor, I can't get. Your son. Oh, we, we stream, and it stays on the website too. So what's your excuse now? Oh Jesus, help me, Father. Verse three, and he will be like a tree, firmly planted and fed by the streams. Which, ooh, ooh. I, and it says, when your, the leaf shall not wither, and look, at it says, his fruit shall come forth in due season, and whatever he does shall prosper. Raise your hand if you want everything you touch to turn to gold. Now, here's what happens. The reason why it doesn't turn to gold is because on Monday, God said, go right. On Tuesday, he said, go left. <laughs> on Wednesday, he said, go straight ahead. What you still holding on is the Sunday's word. God dropped another one on Thursday. I receive. And all of a sudden, you end up where you're supposed to be. But Sunday's words, they go left. But you didn't get Monday's word. Tuesday's word. Wednesday's word. Ooh, passed out. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about a long thing. When God speaks, it's, it's, it don't, it's not a big, long sentence. He puts it in your heart. Do that. That's it. I was wrestling with uh, the big give next, uh, on the 16th. On the 16th, I, I told the church, and I told God, I'm going to give $10,000. Okay? Don't get emotional about a number. It's just a number. So as I'm in the car line, I start negotiating with God. Anybody negotiate with God? Come on, let's be honest. Come on, let's be honest. Here I start negotiating with God. I said, Lord, if I give ten thousand dollars, you only expect me to tithe too, do you? Some of y'all say, pastor, pastor. Let me slow down, Pastor. I can't even get to the offering part yet. You you wait. No, no. Some argue with God. I said, Lord, if I give ten, I ain't really got a tithe because see, I already went over and beyond. And God said, and I told God at the beginning of the year, I said, Lord, I'm gonna go over and beyond this year. And then God said, Jomo, remember what you said. I did say that, didn't I? It's like my wife with her purse. I was in church talking about purses. And Holy Spirit said, remember, you said you're going to do it. Golly. That week you got the purse. I don't play with God. If God told me, if he called me in what I said, it's done. Why? Pastor, why? My pockets are limited. His is unlimited. My resources are limited. His resources are so why would I renege on what I and the Bible says it's better not to make a vow than make a vow and not keep it. I said, Lord, forgive me. I am I write the check today. Guess what, family? We all wrestle with it. Your wrestling might be different. God told you to go over there and help that person and you will not do it. Past, Lord, they're nasty and they mean. Well, could it be that God put you on that job because that was your assignment. But you won't listen because you can't get past your feelings. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. Stop catching them. Verse 81, and this is uh, verse 13. Look at this again. Oh, that my people would listen to me. That Israel will walk in my ways. Psalms 37, look what it says here. Oh, this is good. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail. Pastor, why is critical? I'm saying this because, see, the small letters are the details. You don't have to wait for the big stuff to call on them. You could call on them for every detail. Oh, thank you, Father. I like this part. Come here, Patrick. Don't make me fall, man. You, you you're trying to go too hard, man. I tell you my knee hurt. First service, Patrick almost pulled me off stage. (laughs) Look what it says, verse 24: though they stumble, stumble, Patrick. Look, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them in his hand. Meaning, he had to be close enough. He had to walk with me that even though he stumbled, he would not fall because, see, he kept close to me. See, sometimes you fall because you're too
0: far away. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. And now, let's get back to the Word. He says,
1: even though, and look, I love this, even though he stumbled, that means you go stumble, you go fall short. But if you stay close enough to God, even when you fall. I got you. <laughs> even though you make a mistake, don't worry, I got you. Even though you make it mess up, guess what? I got you. So, so even though I may not be able to walk it out like I need to, if I stay close enough to him, even when I stumble, for the Bible says the righteous man will fall seven times but gets back up. Ooh, I like the last part. It says this. I've been young. This is David. And I've been old. But I have never seen the righteous Forsaken, nor their seed, beggar for bread. Pastor, what do you mean? If you come to my house, praise the Lord. I got like a cooler thing, jiggy. It's like a small fridge, and we keep it with drinks and water and that kind of stuff. If you come to my house, my kids don't ask, Daddy, can I get a bottle of water? Daddy, can I get a Gatorade? Daddy, can I get a 7-Up? They don't ask that question. Why? Because they're in their daddy's house. Get the revelation I have never seen the righteous forsaken Nor their seed beg for bread In your house your kids don't beg for nothing Because they're under your covering Guess what you are under God's covering You don't have to beg for nothing Why because see I'm in his house So if I can stay in his house I don't worry about needs being met Because he's my shepherd and I shall not want See when you get the revelation That I'm close to him Oh praise God If, if you ever, if we get a chance to go out uh, Patrick and I went out to lunch I was had a speaking engagement, and Patrick, I, I said, Patrick, don't you ever pull out your wallet with me. I got it. He said, dang, Pastor, ain't got to be like that. I said, no, you're under my covering. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you get the revelation that if I'm in God's will, he's going to pay the bill. I'm going to say it again. If I can stay in God's will, he is obligated to pay the bill. Woo! I don't know who I'm talking. If I can stay in God's will, he got to pay the bill. Why? Because, see, I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm doing what God's called me to do. And God is obligated to cover me. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms 81. Back in Psalms 81, verse 14. I give you those texts to give you foundation. Verse 14, then I would quickly, now look what God says. If you do this, I will quickly subdue and humble their enemies See, you shouldn't be dealing with haters. It's not the person. It's the spirit in the person. It's who they're allowing to use against you. So it's not, the Bible says, our battle is not carnal flesh and blood, but spiritual. Ooh-ha! Look, he says, those who hate the Lord who pretend obedience to him and then cringe before him, and their time punishment would not be forever. But I would feed Israel, because he's the shepherd, with the finest wheat. Oh, Jesus. With honey from the rock, I will satisfy you. My wife and my wife and I went out to Eddie V's, and man, they had this uh, what was the um, the circle thing, this fish, babe? Uh clams, scallops. Yeah, the big scallops. Were the scallops? Scallops. Man, I'm thinking good, Lord Jesus. Ooh, 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 ooh. And then we went to legal fresh, legal something in seafood. But when I met my wife, uh, we went to an Italian restaurant. I had never been to that level. And she says, Jomo, you need to try calamari. And I saw that thing with legs come out to me. I said, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Because, see, I never had calamari before. Now, if they don't got calamari, I can't go. <laughs> because, see, once you taste the best, it's hard to taste. Once, once, once you get a taste. Ooh. When I was in the NFL, we, we fly on private charter. No security. You just walk on the plane. You, the whole row is yours. And they have, uh, on my plane, the plane we were on, they had filet mignon and lobster tail for the food. And they would take bags of candy bars and throw it on your cheek. Eee, eee, every rope. I mean, I'd come home, my wife said, Where you all this candy from? Off the plane, baby, off the plane. You know you broke when you're stealing candy when you're in the NFL. You... <laughs> Poverty mentality. I'm taking everything. I may never be here again. (laughs) Pray for me, (laughs) y'all. Lord, I'm I'm gone. (laughs) Jesus, help me. Once you get a taste of the best, it changes your perspective. The cheeseburger at McDonald's don't taste good no more. You mess around and go to Fud Ruckers. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. There's a difference. Yeah, yeah, Outback is good, but you mess around and go to Roof Chris or Burns. And you get a butter knife and. You buy some cheap shoes and hurt your feet. And you mess around and get some Italian snake skin. <laughs> <laughs> it changes your perspective man I bought some shoes hurt my feet I threw it away I'm not even holding I'm not holding on I'm not buying no new socks no you got to go anybody had some feet hurt before no you ain't. that's the devil you got to go I'm not she said why don't you give it away no I ain't gonna give it. That's, that's hell I ain't gonna nobody <laughs> Lord, Jesus, I'm off the rails today. Come on, come back, come back. Wisdom key, let's go home. Wisdom key. No, no, I got some points right here. (laughs) Five points of obedience. Look what happened. God will subdue your enemies. God will turn his hand against your adversaries. What do you mean by this? You're not going to fight the battle no more. God going to fight it for you. Bless them eternally. Provide the best things. Notice he said, the finest wheat, the best honey. If God going to give you the best, why are you going to settle for anything less? If I could just listen. Number five, satisfy them with good things. If we could just listen. Just listen. The the challenge is we all think we're too smart for God. You you act like you're doing something new. The Bible says nothing has changed. Nothing new under the sun. Wisdom key, I got one. It's not even deep. Look what it says. Now, therefore, my sons, listen to me. Pay attention to the words of my mouth. That's all he's asking to do. I close with this. A letter from God to you. Good morning. As you got up, I watched and hoped you would talk to me. Just a few words, such as thanking me for something good in your life, yesterday or last week would do. But I noticed you were busy selecting the right clothes for work. I waited again to hear from you when you ran around the house collecting papers. I knew there'd be a few minutes to stop and say hello, but you never slowed down. I wanted to tell you that I could help you accomplish more today than yesterday if you could just give me a little bit of time. At one point, you waited 15 minutes in the chair with nothing to do. I waited to hear from you. Then I saw you spring to your feet. I thought you wanted to talk to me, but you ran to the phone and called your friend. I watched as off to work you went and waited patiently all day long to hear from you. With all your activities, you're too busy to talk to me. I noticed at lunch, you looked around. Maybe you felt embarrassed to talk to me. You glanced at three tables over and noticed some of your friends were talking to me, but you wouldn't. There was still more time left. Then I hoped that we would talk. You went home and you had many things to do. After you were done, you turned on the TV. Just about anything goes there, and you spent many hours watching. I waited as you continued to watch TV and ate your meal, but again, you wouldn't talk to me. At bedtime, you were totally tired. After you said goodnight to your family, you plopped into a bed and you fell asleep. I had so much I wanted to be a part of in your day. We could have done so much more and had so much fun together. I love you so much that I wait every day for a thought, a prayer, or a thanks. Well, maybe tomorrow I'll be waiting your friend, God. Question, how much time does it take to talk to God? Morning, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I was the daily messages on Facebook. We have daily messages with a scripture and a word for the day. I was just sitting on a sofa, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Check it. It was the 30th of the month, September 30th. Do you know that on October the 1st, the next day, we had no more messages? I tried to plan it months out, and I just said, Right there, in the chair. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit reminded me of what I need to do. Some of you don't know you're hearing God. You say this, something told me to do it. I feel like this. Holy Spirit tried to talk to you, but you can't recognize the voice. So when I, when I got it, I said, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for not making me be embarrassed. Thank you for covering me. Question, if you went to your spouse and you only told them you love them on Sunday. How do you think that relationship going to work for you? Huh. I don't think it's going to work too well. Because I know they want to hear I love you all day long. And if you slow down, they're going to ask you why you didn't say today. So question, how do you think God feels about your relationship with him? Is he your sugar daddy? Oh, what does that mean, pastor? That means you only talk to him when you need him. You just don't say, hello, Lord, thank you. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my kids. Thank you for the home I'm in. Lord, I'm better than I never thought I'd be here. Thank you for the education. Thank you for getting me through school. Thank you for helping me raise this baby by myself. Thank you, Father God. Th- thank you for all your blessings. Thank you for the job I have. Lord, thank you for my promotion. Lord, I- thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you have to ask yourself, it's not a question of whether or not God is speaking. The question is, are you listening?